0: Part 6 of The Life of Josephus. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Simon Wainwright. The Life of Josephus by Flavius Josephus. Translated by William Whiston. Part 6. Now as soon as Jonathan and his companions heard of my coming, they took all their own friends and John with them, and retired to the house of Jesus, which indeed was a large castle, and no way unlike a citadel. So they privately laid a band of armed men therein, and shut all the other doors but one, which they kept open, and they expected that I should come out of the road to them, to salute them. And indeed, they had given orders to the armed men that when I came, they should let nobody besides me come in, but should exclude others, as supposing that by this means they should easily get me under their power. But they were deceived in their expectation for i perceived what snares they had laid for me now as soon as i was got off my journey i took up my lodgings over against them and pretended to be asleep so jonathan and his party thinking that i was really asleep and at rest made haste to go down into the plain to persuade the people that i was an ill governor but the matter proved otherwise for upon their appearance there was a cry made by the Galileans immediately, declaring their good opinion of me as their governor, and they made a clamor against Jonathan and his partners for coming to them when they had suffered no harm, and as though they would overturn their happy settlement and desired them by all means to go back again, for that they would never be persuaded to have any other to rule over them but myself. When I heard of this, I did not fear to go down into the midst of them. I went therefore myself down presently to hear what Jonathan and his companions said. As soon as I appeared, there was immediately an acclamation made to me by the whole multitude and a cry and my commendation by them who confessed their thanks, was owing to me for my good government of them. When Jonathan and his companions heard this, they were in fear of their own lives, and in danger, lest they should be assaulted by the Galileans on nay account. So they contrived how they might run away, but as they were not able to get off, for I desired them to stay, They looked down with concern at my words to them. I ordered therefore the multitude to restrain entirely their acclamations and placed the most faithful of my armed men upon the avenues to be a guard to us, lest John should unexpected fall upon us. And I encouraged the Galileans to take their weapons, lest they should be disturbed at their enemies." If any sudden insult should be made upon them, and then, in the first place, I put Jonathan and his partners in mind of their former letter, and after what manner they had written to me, and declared they were sent by the common consent to the people of Jerusalem to make up the differences I had with John, and how they had desired me to come to them, and as I spake thus... I publicly showed that letter they had written, till they could not at all deny what they had done. The letter itself convicting them, I then said, O Jonathan, and you that are sent with him as his colleagues, if I were to be judged as to my behavior compared with that of John's, and had brought no more than two or three witnesses, good men and true, It is plain you had been forced upon the examination of their characters beforehand to discharge the accusations, that therefore you may be informed that I have acted well in the affairs of Galilee. I think three witnesses too few to be brought by a man that hath done as he ought to do. So I gave you all these for witnesses, inquire of them how I have lived, and whether I have not behaved myself with all decency, and after a virtuous manner among them. And I further conjure you, O Galileans, to hide no part of the truth, but to speak before these men as before judges, whether I have in anything acted otherwise than well. While I was thus speaking, the united voices of all the people joined together and called me to their benefactor and saviour and attested to my former behaviour and exhorted me to continue so to do hereafter and they all said upon their oaths that their wives had been preserved free from injuries and that no one had ever been aggrieved by me after this i read to the galileans two of those epistles which had been sent by Jonathan and his colleagues, and which those whom I had appointed to guard the road had taken and sent to me. These were full of reproaches and of lies, as if I had acted more like a tyrant than a governor against them, with many other things besides therein contained which were no better indeed than impudent falsities i also informed the multitude how i came by these letters and that those who carried them delivered them up voluntarily for i was not willing that my enemies should know anything of the guards i had set lest they should be afraid and leave off writing hereafter when the multitude heard these things they were greatly provoked at jonathan and his colleagues that were with him and were going to attack them and kill them and this they had certainly done unless i had restrained the anger of the galileans and said that i forgave jonathan and his colleagues what was past if they would repent and go to their own country and tell those who sent them the truth as to my conduct when i had said this i let them go although I knew they would do nothing of what they had promised. But the multitude were very much enraged against them, and entreated me to give them leave to punish them for their insolence. Yet did I try all methods to persuade them to spare the men, for I knew that every instance of sedition was pernicious to the public welfare but the multitude was too angry with them to be dissuaded and all of them went immediately to the house in which jonathan and his colleagues abode however when i perceived that their rage could not be restrained i got on horseback and ordered the multitude to follow me to the village sogain which was twenty furlongs off Gabbara and by using this stratagem I so managed myself as not to appear to begin a civil war among them. But when I was come near Sogon, I caused the multitude to make a halt, and exhorted them not to be so easily provoked to anger, and to the inflicting such punishments as could not be afterwards recalled. I also gave order that a hundred men who were already in years and were principal men among them should get themselves ready to go to the city of Jerusalem and should make a complaint before the people of such as raise seditions in the country. And I said to them that in case they be moved with what you say, you shall desire the community to write to me and to enjoin me to continue in Galilee, and to order Jonathan and his colleagues to depart out of it. When I had suggested these instructions to them, and while they were getting themselves ready as fast as they could, I sent them on this errand the third day after they had been assembled. I also sent five hundred armed men with them as a guard. I then wrote, to my friends in Samaria, to take care that they might safely pass through the country, for Samaria was already under the Romans, and it was absolutely necessary for those that go quickly to Jerusalem to pass through that country. For in that road you may in three days' time go from Galilee to Jerusalem." I also went myself, and conducted the old men as far as the bounds of Galilee, and set guards in the roads, that it might not be easily known by any one that these men were gone. And when I had thus done, I went and abode at Jaffa. Now Jonathan and his colleagues, having failed of accomplishing what they would have done against me, sent john back to geshalah but went themselves to the city of tiberias expecting it would submit itself to them and this was founded on a letter which jesus their then governor had written them promising that if they came the multitude would receive them and choose to be under their government so they went their ways with this expectation but Silas, who, as I said, had been left curator of Tiberius by me, informed me of this, and desired me to make haste thither. Accordingly I complied with his advice immediately, and came thither, but found myself in danger of my life from the following occasion. Jonathan and his colleagues had been at Tiberius and had persuaded a great many of such as had a quarrel with me to desert me but when they heard of my coming they were in fear for themselves and came to me and when they had saluted me they said that i was a happy man and having behaved myself so well in the government of galilee and they congratulated me upon the honours that were paid me for they said that my glory was a credit to them since they had been my teachers and fellow citizens. And they said further, that it was but just that they should prefer my friendship to them rather than John's, and that they would have immediately gone home, but that they stayed, that they might deliver up John into my power. And when they said this, they took their oaths of it, and those such as are most tremendous among us, and such as I did not think fit to disbelieve, however, they desired me to lodge somewhere else, because the next day was the Sabbath, and that it was not fit the city of Tiberias should be disturbed on that day. So I suspected nothing, and went away to Tarchis. Yet, did I withal leave some to make inquiry in the city how matters went, and whether anything was said about me? I also set many persons all the way that led from Tarchese to Tiberias, that they might communicate from one to another, if they learned any news from those that were left in the city, on the next day therefore they all came into the prosuptia it was a large edifice and capable of receiving a great number of people thither jonathan went in and though he durst not openly speak of a revolt yet did he say that their city stood in need of a better governor than it then had but jesus who was the ruler made no scruple to speak out, and said openly, O fellow citizens, it is better for you to be in subjection to four than to one. And those such as are of high birth, and not without reputation for their wisdom, and pointed to Jonathan and his colleagues upon his saying this, justice came in and commended him for what he had said, and persuaded some of the people to be of his mind also but the multitude were not pleased with what was said and had certainly gone into a tumult unless the sixth hour which was now come had dissolved the assembly at which hour our laws require us to go to dinner on sabbath days so jonathan and his colleagues put off their counsel till the next day and went off without success. When I was informed of these affairs, I determined to go to the city of Tiberias in the morning. Accordingly, on the next day, about the first hour of the day, I came from Tarchi and found the multitude already assembled in the prosichka. But on what account they were gotten together? Those that were assembled did not know. But when Jonathan and his colleagues saw me there unexpectedly, they were in disorder, after which they raised a report of their own contrivance that Roman horsemen were seen at a place called Union in the borders of Galilee, 30 furlongs distance from the city, upon which report Jonathan and his colleagues cunningly exhorted me, not to neglect this matter, nor to suffer the land to be spoiled by the enemy. And this they said with a design to remove me out of the city under the pretense of the want of extraordinary assistance, while they might dispose the city to be my enemy. As for myself, although I knew of their design, yet did I comply with what they proposed, lest the people of Tiberias should have occasion to suppose that I was not careful of their security. I therefore went out, but when I was at the place, I found not the least footsteps of any enemy. So I returned as fast as I could, and found the whole council assembled, and the body of the people gotten together, and Jonathan and his colleagues bringing vehement accusations against me as one who had no concern to ease them of the burdens of war, and as one that lived luxuriously, and as they were discoursing thus, they produced four letters, as written to them from some people that lived at the borders of Galilee, imploring that they would come to their assistance, for that there was an army of Romans, both horsemen and footmen, Who would come and lay waste the country on the third day. They desired them also to make haste and not to overlook them. When the people of Tiberias heard this, they thought they spake truth, and made a clamor against me, and said, I ought not to sit still, but to go away to the assistance of their countrymen. Hereupon I said, for I understood the meaning of Jonathan and his colleagues, that I was ready to comply with what they proposed and without delay to march to war which they spake of yet did i advise them at the same time that since these letters declared that the romans would make their assault in four several places they should part their forces into five bodies and make jonathan and his colleagues generals of each body of them because it was fit for brave men not only to give counsel but to take the place of leaders and assist their countrymen when such a necessity pressed them for said i it is not possible for me to lead more than one party this advice of mine greatly pleased the multitude so they compelled them to go forth to war but their designs were put into very much disorder because they had not done What they had designed to do on account of my stratagem which was opposite to their undertakings now there was one whose name was ananias a wicked man he was and very mischievous he proposed that a general religious fast should be appointed the next day for all the people and gave order that at the same hour they should come to the same place without any weapons to make it manifest before God, that while they obtained his assistance, they thought all these weapons useless. This, he said, not out of piety, but that they might catch me and my friends unarmed. Now I was hereupon forced to comply, lest I should appear to despise a proposal that tended to piety. As soon, therefore, as we were gone home, Jonathan and his colleagues wrote to John to come to them in the morning, and desiring him to come with as many soldiers as he possibly could, for that they should then be able easily to get me into their hands and to do all they desired to do, When John had received this letter, he resolved to comply with it. As for myself, on the next day I ordered two of the guards of my body, whom I esteemed the most courageous and most faithful, to hide daggers under their garments, and to go along with me, that we might defend ourselves if any attack should be made upon us by our enemies i also myself took my breastplate and girded on my sword so that it might be as far as it was possible concealed and came into the prosuka